NBA second round of the playoffs, Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks. And then you have later on the Golden State Warriors versus the Grizz. It's the NBA cipher. Let's get into this. Celtics and Bucks just tipped off. Now, there are obvious factors whenever you match up with the Milwaukee Bucks. But let's start with the obvious. Chris Middleton is out. So now you're down a man, not just a man, but someone who can give you 25 to 30 on a given night, and he's a versatile defender. So Milwaukee is going to have to find a way to generate offense, maybe from Grayson Allen or Pat Connaughton. They're going to have to make a group effort, and they're going to have to get a big series from Drew Holiday. He's got to be more efficient like he was in the regular season, and he has to maintain being aggressive. An aggressive Drew Holiday elevates the Milwaukee Bucks, even without Chris Middleton. Giannis will have to pick his spots. They have to go into this series knowing that Boston is going to put bodies on him. Robert Williams, Grant Williams, Al Horford, Daniel Tice, they have the bodies and they have the skill, not to mention the collective team defense, to slow him down. He's got to find a way to counter that with movement, with motion, taking every opportunity he gets in the open court, as well as being very efficient from the free throw line when he gets there. For Boston, you maintain what you've been doing, the ascension of Jason Tatum. If he's still elevating, even better. Jalen Brown seems to be elevating with him. Then you've got Marcus Smart, who can hit timely shots and is the reigning defensive player of the year. What Boston has is defensive versatility. Their three best players can go multiple positions. They can lock down the wings, and they can actually play bigger players. What's unique about Marcus Smart, even though he's 6'4", 6'5", he can guard all five positions. And Tatum and Brown, the greatest compliment I can give them is they don't defend like their number one options. They don't defend and play defense like their primaries offensively. They defend you at a high level. They defend you like they're defensive specialists. I think the Celtics' depth, I think along with the way they play defense and how they have multiple guys that can get their own offense, ultimately will be too much for a shorthanded Bucks team. And to be fair, even with Chris Middleton, I thought this might be a six or seven game war. It might still go six, but I think unless Giannis has a dominant series, I'm picking the Boston Celtics to win this series in six games. Out West, you've got the Grizz versus the Warriors. In this talented young Grizzlies team, their core, their core players, they're 25 and under other than Dylan Brooks who's 26. And when you look at what Desmond Bain gives you, what John Morant gives you, along with Brandon Clark, who was a beast last series versus the T-Wolves, Brandon Clark might be the guy that gives the Warriors the most problems when they go to that smaller lineup, the depth lineup. Brandon Clark is a bear on the offensive boards. He had 23 offensive rebounds in the last series alone. What I will say to this going into this series, we know that Minnesota's young. We know they're talented, they're fearless, but they can be mistake prone. And that starts with their best player. As gifted 
as talented, spectacular as John Morant is, he can oftentimes force the action. He can over-penetrate. He can be less effective. Now, we're talking about someone who averaged 21 points, 9 rebounds, and 10 assists the last series, but he shot under 40% for the series, shot 20% from three. Where he was effective was his ability to get to the basket and get to the foul line. In a six-game series, he shot 66 free throws. That's the plus side. The downside is he only made 47 of them. He's got to hit a higher percentage versus Golden State. And those silly mistakes that they made the last series versus the Timberwolves, that will end them. That will cost them versus this veteran Golden State team. So when I'm looking at the talent and the depth that they have, and let me not forget Jaron Jackson, Tyus Jones, who might be the best backup point guard in the NBA, Dylan Brooks, the whole squad, they have to come in here with the mindset they're not going to beat themselves. And I think their biggest struggle is when you're dealing with Golden State, there's the movement of bodies and the movement of the ball. And Golden State can kill teams with DHO. That's dribble handoff for people who use that kind of terminology. Their dribble handoffs. And also, Golden State is still the best screening team in the NBA. And that starts with Draymond, but their stars adopted too. Steph, Clay, they're all terrific screeners. So they create opportunities for others that in turn, because of the ball movement and the body movement, creates opportunities for themselves. Memphis is going to have to slow the pace down. I don't think they want to play fast with Golden State because that would be a mistake. Here's my bonus take for each team. If Jordan Poole is averaging 22 points a game, shooting 50% from the field, and 48% from three, then Golden State's going to win this series in five games at the most. And for Memphis, it's simple. Brandon Clark, his energy, his activity, it trickles down to his teammates. If he plays at the level he's been playing at, then Memphis is going to be in great shape. It's the NBA Cypher next time. I'm not going to